Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Well, this is interesting. Today's Friday when I went ahead and announced that the show was going to land on Thursday. So, what exactly went wrong here? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. I fell asleep. You know, <laughs> it's the darndest thing when you're doing so many things at one time. You just All you want to do is just roll over and go to sleep. You don't want to do anything else but just... Man, I... <laughs> maybe I need to quit announcing stuff. But then again, that kind of goes against the premise of actually doing these kind of things. Especially when you're marketing your stuff. And I do notice, that speaking of marketing, things going wrong. Yeah, it's springtime, huh? Yep. Ever since the 20th landed, everybody's been talking about it. It's spring out there. I don't know about you, but it still feels like the deadly sins of winter is still out there. And it's rolling around, freezing up things left and right. I mean, just because, you know, we lost an hour so that we can go and do more activity doesn't mean that winter's not letting us go yet. Matter of fact, it might be eternal winter considering uh, Game of Thrones is coming back. But, hey, you know, let's just say, yeah, 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 all of that frostbite and stuff like that going on out there, yeah, that's definitely spring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know what? I could go ahead and moan about that, or we could go ahead and start the show up, because guess what? You're getting your double special. It's just going to be a Friday and a Saturday event, and it starts right now, because welcome to the J-Man Show here on K360 Radio. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Better late than never, the J-Man is here <laughs> for episode 91. That is right, 91, and we are going to pick it up by just saying that I've missed all of you, and I'm sure some of you that still cared missed me a little bit. You know, after all, you just need to go ahead and just be patient and wait for me to get to you. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm just practicing from the DSP handbook on how to address your fans. But hey, like I tell you before, if you're not going to get it on that day, you will get it on the day that comes afterwards. Because I really appreciate the people that have been very supportive of my programs. You know, even the Cyclone. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all are probably wondering when the next Cyclone's going to be. Since everybody's got kind of a busy schedule going on right now, it's on... It's a, I want to say it's on hiatus for a little bit, but we are thinking about coming back for NBA playoffs. At least it'll be a lot easier and it, you know, a little bit more forgiving. Because I got to admit, I'm doing a lot too, which is why sometimes my show runs late. And uh, speaking of which, the things that go on at my college, man, I'm just like, whoo! I'm just trying to ride this out so I can go ahead and get where I need to be, you know, the next level. And while I'm at it, I'm working on some other short films that I want to get done. You know, because I really got to keep those skills going strong if I'm going to do something with them. So, just building in secret around here, doing what I got to do. Because nowadays it just seems like I'm like, you know, hmm, when's this actually going to sell? When is this going to make me some money? When's this going to entertain and enlighten all of you out there? Because I got a lot of stories to tell. And the thing about it is, I ain't waiting no more. I'm going ahead and getting started on it right now. And speaking of stories, huh? We're getting that much closer to Endgame, and I can't wait. I know a lot of y'all can't wait, but 
I'm sure some of you, after what happened with the Captain Marvel crap, are probably just like, you know what? I'm not going to invest in what anybody says at this point. I'm just going to go and watch the previous movies that came out and get prepared for this one because that's pretty much what needs to be done. You know, fan theories are fun to think about, and it's nice to hear what people say now and again, but after a while, you realize how full of crap other people are when they start saying, like, you know, this movie, this new movie that came out about this superhero I barely know about and the lead actress I can't stand, she's going to destroy the MCU and, and going to go ahead and destroy all that stuff. Look. A lot of people say that stuff. I remember another movie that was allegedly going to destroy the MCU. It, it, didn't didn't people say that same thing about Thor: The Dark World at one time? I mean, I think nowadays it's a very misunderstood movie, and I can go on record and say that you know, to a point, I see what it was doing, but I wish I got to know Malachi a little bit better. But to me, I think that's one of the low points in the MCU. Though at the same time, it did give a stronger insight on Loki and Thor's brotherhood, which you kind of appreciate with a little bit more after certain movies come out. It's kind of like when Iron Man 3 came out, and it came out right after that Avengers High. It's like, mm, I guess if you think about it as a lower scale kind of movie, and you see how Tony and company evolve, I guess it's alright. But it's still, it's just not my favorite. You know, and this isn't a large MCU based um, episode, so don't worry about that, but... What I'm saying is is that when going to see these films, go see them to be entertained. Don't go see them just to be some sort of snarky, uptight, uh, blogger, vlogger, or whatever you want to be. You can be that later. But right now, like when you go see these things, escapism is what's on the menu, not all that other crap. Because you know, nowadays, people are polarized by anything. Which is why I look at certain certain people who decide to become Batman, Superman, or... Spider-Man or Black Panther, Doctor Strange, you name it. Any hero or any villain, and they're getting paid big bucks to do that, I always look at them I'm like, you know what? Man, you are earning a lot of praise and fury when you put that on because there are certain people in a fan base that will never be pleased at all. Even with Star Wars, which has a movie coming out this year. Episode 9 has a lot riding on it because a lot of people didn't like Episode 8. And I can't blame you for not liking Episode 8. Like, I think visually it's nice. As for story, however, not the best. Not the best. I always just look at it like this. I mean, 70 to 80% of that movie is Ryan Johnson's story, if you really think about it. And he's still getting his own trilogy, despite what people say, because... You know, the thing about it is you love him or hate him, somehow or another he managed to get a whole thing about that. So, is he going to talk about Rose Tycho's family or, like, how who who's at the center point of that universe? But then when you look at it, like, the sequel trilogy surrounding Star Wars has always been a bit of a hit and a miss. Because there's a movie that was made that we're all familiar with. Then there comes this new movie out of left field that nobody really cared for and the plot development was kind of weak. And then there are certain aspects where it just you know, gives a finger to the fans. And then you look at this other movie where it's given back to J.J. Abrams because Trevor Vo, he just left. He, he got tired of it. He went over to take care of the Jurassic World series. I think there's another one coming. I hope there is because Fallen Kingdom, while interesting, you know, while interesting, it leaves you hanging for something. So it's kind of like how The Matrix Reloaded was, a bridge film. So let's just leave it at that when it comes to, you know, just hurry up, finish up that storyline, but make it a good one. 
Because, you know, like, with some sequels, they just serve as bridge films, and then it's like, oh, okay, well, you know. Speaking of The Matrix, I ought to rewatch that again, because um, it's been a while. But, that's not the only thing I wanted to talk about. We are on the onset of a new movie season coming. And even spring is stepping up. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, love it or hate it, Cap Marvel was interesting. But, you know, you got Dumbo coming out. You got later on this, I think Dumbo comes out this week, doesn't it? This week or next week, something like that. But I know Shazam is coming next month. Hellboy's coming next month. Avengers coming next month. And then, of course, you got Aladdin in May. You got John Wick 3, I should say, John Wick 3. And you also have the movie I've been waiting for, even more so than Avengers and all these superhero movies combined. Yes, that includes Spider-Man too. I have been long since waiting for this Godzilla movie to come out. That's just a movie that I don't even care about the plot. I don't even care about Vera Famiglia's acting. I don't care about none of that. I care about monsters destroying landmarks and cities because we as human beings are stupid enough to wake them up. That's what I want to see. I want to see all that kind of action and more. You know what I'm saying? And, and the truth is, is that, you know, some of y'all are probably be like, oh, come on, Jay, it might not be like that. It might be a bigger tease than what Godzilla 2014 is. Yeah, but wherever Godzilla roars and destroys things, I will answer. I went, I even went to go see 1998 when it came out. I was excited for that film. Even though I knew that the design of the movie, the mo- movie monster was wrong and that it wasn't Godzilla by any means... I went to go see it because, you know, if you look at it that way, it's just a fun monster movie that took place in New York. That's why, you know, it's a guilty pleasure film for me. Oh, by the way, Nick from Film Guys, if you um, listen to this show and you hear that, that's another one underneath the Leprechaun movie I threw at you. I got a lot of guilty pleasure films. I'd have throw them, throw them in, you know, y'all direction. Oh, and another thing. Uh, yes, a lot of y'all that are comics fans and love the MCU, however, you'll be happy to note that Disney has now acquired all of 20th Century Fox's assets and properties. So that means, of course, The Simpsons are now a Disney property. That means that Deadpool, not only in comic form, is now a Disney property. And they did good on it because they said, hey, they're not going to mess with it. They're going to keep the R rating for Deadpool and they see how much of a cash cow he is. So, yeah, they're not going to fool with that as much. So at least he's okay. But now it's all about rebooting the X-Men and it's all about handling the Fantastic Four. And they could do it right. It's just all about when are they going to put them in here. And then, of course, we might get a right Doctor Doom for a change. Ah, oh, man. If you ever have a moment where you lose sight of a villain, you, you know, you just look at Dr. Doom. Like, I love the way they designed his um, his coat and everything in the first Fantastic Four movie. I thought, I thought the design of him was okay, but the motivation behind the character was just off. And then when I look at him in um, Rise of the Silver Surfer, it wasn't too bad i mean like they they worked it in there how he stole the surfer's powers and he went on a joy ride with everything wrong i thought that was funny in film form but in the actual comic book it was a lot more devastating and the thing is is that he never took his mask off as much as uh you know as much as the actor did but that that's to be that's to be expected because all these superheroes like who doesn't know that you're that superhero anymore right (laughs) 
You know, so that's that's just a nitpick now. It used to be a rule at one point, but it's a nitpick now because at one time, you know, they couldn't emote well behind those masses and stuff. And to be fair, like when you're reading a comic, you're reading what they think and what they speak and all that kind of stuff. Which, by the way, that's why, you know, you always... If you hold the comics in high regard sometime, just remember this. Like, you know, it's based off that property and it, there are things that they will never get right. And then there are things that they have to do for the purpose of the film. So, like, when I see people saying, Oh, normies don't understand what we in the comic community are all about. We love these characters. We tolerate these characters. Okay, I don't see your ass behind a camera or directing anything or casting anybody or wrote any sort of screenplay for them to work off of. So, at the end of the day, you're just sitting here nitpicking, talking about something that's not niche anymore that has long since went mainstream. That's just the way it is. And unfortunately, I covered this back in... And I covered this back in what? Episode 29? Yeah, like when I went after fandom. The thing about it is you're on that kick, and I understand why you're enthusiastic and why you hold it sacred. But you see, as you hold it sacred, you're ruining it for anybody else that wants to get involved and take a piece of that character. The character has been around since probably longer than you've been alive. And there's certain aspects of a character that brings you in. I will go on tangent to say that, you know, what got me into the Batman franchise? Yes, the comics were always there, but it was the 1989 movie that really soaked me in. And then when I went back and I started looking at different aspects and different takes on the character, you know, I got into that franchise a little bit more. It's the same thing with the Superman movie. You know, when I was a kid, I used to like that. Christopher Reeve flying around saving the day, going back in time to save Lois Lane, yeah. You know, that's where I grew into it, and I started watching the cartoons, and then I started reading the comics, and then, you know, the way you enter into a fan base, it doesn't matter. There's many, many ways of entering to a fan base, and you just read, and you study it, and then you grow, and then you're part of that fan base a little bit, and then you start to respect all different takes. But you see, nobody ever looks at it that way. They look at it at, oh, I'm the superior fan. I'm the superior fan. Yeah, out of a thousand and maybe out of your neighborhood. But then you got to realize the multitude of millions of people that are out there that love these characters. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the whole Marvel versus DC thing. Fun to think about. Long since lost its luster after a whole bunch of people just kept riding that horse and beating that horse to death. You know what I'm saying? Until they make a fighting game about it, and that, even then that fighting game will have some confirmation bias to it. It is what it is right now. Which, by the way, I would love for another straight Marvel fighting game, and it would be cool if Capcom got on that, if they still have any sort of the licensing. and See, it's licensing that kind of holds this stuff up. That's why sometimes when you look at like certain aspects of things, like the movies, the cartoons, the... All that kind of stuff. You look at it, it's like, yeah, okay, I see what it is. It's licensing that keeps this from being well-loved. So it's just little things like that that just holds it back. Me, on the other hand, that's why at that point when you're a comic fan, and as I am a comic fan, you pull out the comics, you start reading them all over again. You just say, you know what? I don't have to wait on the movie. I don't have to wait on no contract dispute. Nothing. Just sit there, flip through my books, and just read what I need to read. By the way, Marvel Marvel 2 and 1 came out, so I gotta go ahead and put that on my Amazon cart. Like so. Yeah, there we go. I'll buy that after the show. Yeah. But, going back into it, it is definitely springtime for me. I mean, after all, I'm feeling the need to be going ahead and doing some projects, doing some location scouts maybe, and filming around here. I got to get used to the idea that there's going to be bugs, insects floating around. Got to make sure I got plenty of off. 
And, of course, I got, well, the best part of that is that whoever the models and the actresses are, at least they ain't wearing too many clothes anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep, they out there doing what they got to do. Because you see it on Instagram all the time where they're complaining. And it's like, yeah, I'm complaining too. See, at that point, that's when you know it's spring going into summer. Not to mention the movies that you watch. Yeah, buddy. And I am just, I'm just ready to go back into doing the J360 TV. Which is another reason why um, why I've been kind of postponing on things. Because I've been building that on the side. I mean, I got my new equipment that I wanted. Now I'm just working on getting it ready for you all. Now, when will that premiere? You're probably wondering. That'll premiere in summer 2019. At least at that point, like June. June. And you also get the power play to come back. Which I'll talk about more in uh, episode 92. Because that's a power play based episode and I got that set for you all. But, man. Just to get back in the swing of things here on the show. It's just, it's very uplifting. This is the happiest I've felt in a few weeks because... For a while there, you know how you have to adult or adulting or do those responsible things? Yeah, I had a face full of it. (laughs) From the day job to handling business over at the college to going ahead and doing other stuff to make sure I got a roof over my head and everything. It was was like, wow, you know? At that point, I wasn't J-Man. I was pretty much uh, who I am, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it was like Clark Kenting for the longest time. And speaking of Clark Kent, you know what? Hey, are we getting that Man of Steel sequel or not? I, I just want to know. Because sometimes, you see, some people step away from a character for a while so people can work out the bugs and then they bring the person back if that person identifies with their superhero a lot. Are we still getting that or no? Because I would like for us to go ahead and, you know, handle that because it was left open. This will help people love Superman a little bit more, at least in the movie universe. You don't want to wait like 10 or 20 years for another one. And then they tell you the same story of how he was sent here from Krypton. Because we all know that story. You know what I mean? I, I just, you know, as a fan of his, it's kind of a letdown that we don't have anything that works for that. But I do see that Ursa Miller wants to stay as um, Flash. Because he's going to help write the script so he can just stay on. And as a lot of people have reported on that, I mean, you probably mocked them. You probably talked about Justice League. Or, hell, you could just mock the idea that they just didn't want to, they just didn't know what they wanted to do with that character. Because at first point, it was Flashpoint, right? Then it became The Flash. Then it became The Flash with Cyborg guest starring in it. Now it's pretty much being rewrote. And who's going to be Batman and Matt Reeves? You know, there's just a lot of holes in that franchise right now. Which is interesting because Shazam's going to help pull it pull it in together. Uh, like how Aquaman ended up helping everything pave over. So it's like to the point where it's like, it started off rough, but it's starting to get better. But, you know, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, alright, well, make good on this. And at least with Shazam, it looks like just a fun-filled, light-hearted movie. So... That's got a lot going for it. I wonder if they're going to call him Shazam in the movie or if they're going to call him Captain Marvel. Because they call him Captain Marvel. I mean, I could just see all the... Well, there's already memes of it. But I could just see everybody uh, laughing about it left and right and stuff. Because I still call him that, you know? Regardless of what anybody else says. Because he is the big red cheese. That is his legacy. It was his name, his legacy. And due to issues with, you know, Disney buying... Not Disney. DC buying a property... 
you know. Then that name became dormant, and then Marvel's like, hey, nice name. Mind if I use it? <laughs> and speaking of which, though, since we're still on the idea of companies buying companies, now as a comic fan, it's cool. I mean, all your characters are under the same roof and they all can be used. That just extends the lifeblood of a franchise even more. The problem with that is, you got just four film companies left now. Four places to go work at. There's no five companies anymore. That's the end of an era. You know, if you look at it from that film filmmaking point of view, you're like, oh my god. And you know, Warner Brothers is having trouble. You know, Paramount is... um. Still doing the best it can, I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> and then, of course, you got, like, the Walt Disney Company. See, I already work for an evil company. And I'm trying to build my own evil company. I, I mean, my own company. But I don't mind, while I'm building my own company, by working for another company. So it turns out that the company to jump to is another evil company, right? It's like, give it a rest already, man. It's like, after a while, they, they're going to own everything because, you know, our idealism on monopolies are very low at this point. And not only that, but... But then again, no, the company would be too big, right? I don't know. I don't know. It's something I'm going to have to research further when I get uh, time to do so. Even though the Sherman Antitrust Act hasn't been on our side for a long time. There's a lot of companies that are just willing to play ball with each other and have a giant loving. And if you don't believe me on that, take a look at your ISPs and your um, telemarketing companies. Matter of fact, I wonder what little small mom and pop company that Sinclair bought not too long ago. Pardon me on that one. But it is true. They do buy a lot of... There's something's out there that's just taking all these companies and absorbing it each time. And, you know, as a person who's working in broadcasting, you look at that and you're like, huh. So it seems that if I leave this job I don't like, and I go and I work at another job over there, chances are it's going to be owned by the same jerks that I left last time. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you don't want to go out like that. You'd be like, really? No, 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 no. This is not the way it's supposed to happen. You know, but I can go into certain circumstances about job hopping in another episode. Hey, for those of you that wonder about it, it's a very therapeutic thing if, you, if you're if ready to go. If you're ready to go, you're ready to go. But that's just something I can tell you all about later. And uh, speaking of springtime around here, you know, I'm just waiting to see how high that damn air conditioning bill is going to be this year. Because, you know, they say if it's really, really cold, chances are it's going to be really, really hot later on. And then after a while, you hear everybody talk about, like, Oh, it's so hot. It's too hot. I can't handle all the heat. And it's like, well, what the hell were you spending all your time back in January bitching about and complaining and yelling all over the place that you're excited for summer when at the same time you're feeling the bare brute of summer around here? You know? And they'll sit right there and they'll just be like, oh, well, well, I didn't want it to be this hot. Hey, we're at that point where there are really little to no polar ice caps going on. So... And, like, right now, you saying that just goes to show that you don't know a damn thing about the planet you live on. That's why you got to appreciate every season for what it is. If it's wintertime out there, yeah, people can't drive in the wintertime. Well, hell, they can't drive in the summertime either. They can't drive anytime. I mean, because guess what? Every time I'm trying to rest and trying to relax, there's always some jerk in the in the car out there going, boom, all the time. Down the straight highway that I live on. And I'm like... 
you know, it, it doesn't take much for deer to come out of the other side over there and jump right in front of you and wreck that piece of crap car you have. So, yeah, you keep doing that kind of stuff. Karma is a biatch. And the truth is, is that it can happen like that because people don't slow down or nothing. I remember one time somebody hit my mailbox by doing that crap. Because you know why? Because it's such a straight. And then there's like that little curve that's on the other side. And then you got a nerd to try to try to ride that curve. But they don't ride the curve right. And then they start spinning out into the ditches and crap. And I was like. And then, of course, my mailbox had to be there. At least that broke it broke the person's fall. But I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, next time, just lacquer that stuff up with bricks, and then we're going to see something really funny happening. And I know it's morbid to think like that, but it's it's true. It's just, I don't know what it is. Around the change of the season, much like the phase of the moon, people become even more ignorant than they usually are. And it's like, God. Just like right now, it's supposed to be airy season, so you're going to be hearing a lot of that crap, too. It's like, yeah, everybody in their astrology, because you see astrology is a way that shows that we're all combined in this overall spectrum in the universe, because every one of us occupied the 12 or 13 houses out there. And you see, since it's not Scorpio Nation, I don't give a rat's butt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know all you other Scorpios out there are secretly cheering. But the truth is, it's that with Aries season, it's like, yeah, okay, okay, what, what, what are you saying? Are you happy because you're a goat? Or are you happy because you are a self-serving pissant? I mean, what do, you, what do you want me to tell you? Oh, happy um, happy circle jerk season? Maybe I should save that for everybody at least once or twice when it comes to that. Because at the end of the day, enjoy your season. Because I know you're a giant jerk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it, it don't take much. But everybody likes to go ahead and stroke their ego. And it's about the same way as saying... Happy, this is my birthday month when it should be like, okay, cool. A long time ago, it used to be birthday week. Then it was just the damn birthday. So nowadays, it just grew and grew and grew. It's going to get to that point where people are probably going to do this, right? They're going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, um, probably say my, birth, my birthday month eve where they try to take the the month before the birthday. It's like, no, 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 no. You're going to go ahead and drop that ego down a peg, and you're going to get that one day again because you don't went out of hand on this crap. It's just like how everybody has a, has a holiday on every single day because they can't wait for the actual holiday to show up. You, you hear me on this? It's like, hey, National National Circle Jerk Day where, you know, you and your friends can go ahead and talk about how more popular you all are at least this day of because you know some stupid crap you did that benefits no one a little social commentary there folks i mean you know it seems like i'm off tangent on but you know i'm right on this because it happens every single warm season every time from spring to summer it's always the same thing of people sitting there letting their ego expand along with showing off their nice tender rolls as they roast in the sun while saying you know what yeah, I'm going to bronze up this year, knowing that that skin tone is not made for that. And the funny part is when they become all red and crapping and saying, it hurts so much. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it does. But it hurts me even more because I'm actually seeing it. And that's what it's like when you have neighbors, of course, because you always got that one that thinks that they're still in their 20s. But you know damn well he's in his late, late 50s. He ain't take care of himself well. Ugh. 
<laughs> it's a it's an interesting time and an interesting concept living around here. And then of course, like considering that Delaware is a resort state, yeah, in a way it kind of is. And then like you know, people when I say people can drive, and I mean they can drive, all this road construction around here is going to be a maze for them. And the beautiful part is, is when they go ahead and they try to double park in the actual street, when it's not even parking there, or when they go ahead and they try to try to bum off, um, try to run you off the road to get to a certain toll spot that's not even that's not even made for tollings at all. Or the beautiful part is where they just don't give a rat's butt and then act like they own the area when they don't even know the area. Man, I, I can't, you know what, like, the more and more I think about it, the more I start to think I hate summertime. <laughs> I'm starting to think that, you know, may, maybe deep down inside the issue in society, the issue is me, because at the end of the day, I'm angry as mother. And you know, the thing about it is, I can't stand other people, so, yeah, yeah, maybe I'm the one with the problem. Because I try to use common sense, and, you know, a long time ago, a dear friend of me of mine told me, that I should not use common sense because it does nothing more than get me in trouble while pointing out how stupid status quo is. And, well, if that was the case, you know, then I wouldn't do a show like this. So, you know what? It's a good thing I didn't follow that advice. Which, by the way, don't ever follow public opinions advice on stuff. Because there are times where, you know, you realize this because public opinion is backed by multiple, multiple amounts of people. People that do nothing but just speak when they feel as though they have something to talk about and then think about it, and then they will go ahead and try to make that stuff an effect. Don't ever follow that, you know? If you know something is wrong here, and they say like your first, in, you know, your first thought is usually your smartest one, stick to that. If you know that the whole damn tribe is full of idiots, don't become the other idiot to follow them. Just be like, hmm. Yeah, let's see where how this all works out. And then they trap themselves and snare themselves and bust themselves up and be like, "Yeah, well, well you know, at least I did something today." And then you'd be like, "Yeah, so did I. I did something by not following you and doing my own thing." Which is why, like, you know, I I always talk about independent thought is very important. And speaking of that sort of scenario, you know, if you're gonna enjoy summertime, springtime, or whatever you want to do, enjoy it in the right way. That doesn't cause bodily harm and doesn't make you look like a pretentious jackass. And while I'm on the subject, certain other movies that um, are looking pretty good here. Uh, you know what? Actually, this should go to y'all. What kind of movie are y'all looking forward to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, let's open up the hotline a little bit. Because the community that we have here from podcasters, broadcasters, filmmakers... Creatives of all kind, you know, you all can connect with anybody in J360 Productions, especially me. Which means that you can call the hotline number 240-903-1634. And, you know, you can speak your mind on a couple of things. You can ask me questions on certain scenarios. And as we grow in this company, I will have it so that, you know, you can talk to me on here live. And, like, when I'm doing the show live right now, you can actually use the little chat box and Spreaker to go ahead and send me a couple of things, too. And, I mean, it all works out in the end, and we're all here to help each other, so it just makes the show grow. But that's open to any of y'all out there. And for those of you that do call and leave a voice message, the deadline for that usually is a Thursday. 
you know. And then, like, if I get enough of them and I start looking through them, I'll go ahead and I'll take them and I'll play them on the show a couple of times. I mean, I've done it before, so why not do it again? And that's why we have that hotline. So, it's, it's, but the question for you all, Dark Phoenix, are you excited for it or are you dejecting it right now? Because one way or another, that movie comes out in June. And you see, at first I was getting some X3 vibes from it because obviously they're in the same neighborhood where Gene grew up and all. You know what I mean? They don't need to change that because that's where Gene grew up. At least in X3, you know, all that stuff makes sense. Because, you know, she is the younger version of, you know, the original one from the original trilogy. So we got to go with that. So it, it works out, but then I always wonder this. Why did Ken Berg think it was a good idea to produce a storyline that was poorly received the first time around? A little, a little, a little bit of a deep thinking kind of question. It's like, why did he want to do that? And I heard that since Disney bought the properties, they don't know what to do with the new mutants. So I'm going to go ahead and say, you know what? Release it. Release that movie out. Like, don't do a quiet release because that's a cop out. That's what I would say to any movie making industry, you know, movie making um company or whatever. Don't ever do that. That, that. That's just a cop out. I remember Sony had to do it because of certain issues with a uh, hacking from North Korea when they made that the interview movie, which is a funny underrated movie by the way. I, I just thought it was funny, you know. And it's kind of like Team America: World Police. Like <laughs> after a while, you know. They pull no punches, and you don't expect the guys from South Park to pull punches. Why should you, you know? If you're going to make something like that, it's already gutsy to talk about the Kim family, but, you know, I mean, it's it's no different than talking about anybody else that even lives around here, you know? Like certain people whose egos are too big for their giant-sized head and small hands. I'm not going to mention his name, but you all know who I'm talking about because I've been talking about him ever since I started this damn show. (laughs) <laughs> which by the way i this is it's not you know i'm sure some of y'all noticed that i don't really report on them like i used to and i'm gonna tell you why because that is the dunning kigger system all put together he's already elevated to his own incompetence along with the fact of, that he barely has a cabinet and that nothing seems to be making any sense in the district as of late other than maybe the washington wizards trying to achieve a winning season Because we already know the Nationals could do it, and I'm not worried about the Redskins. You see what I'm saying? So, when you think about it, it's like, what else can I report on that I haven't reported on already? Like, where is the story? Where is the conflict? I mean, I could talk about Kellyanne Conway and her husband and, and him. I could. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? I don't need to. It's going to eat itself. Much like, you know, how the Democratic Party does on a few things. Because their intentions, while good, they're good intentions, yes. But then there are times you're thinking, mmm, cringe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and besides, who isn't running for president these days? Oh, which, by the way, I apologize. i got to make sure I keep this table away from me. <laughs> Forgive me, you know, new setup, working all this stuff out. But, uh... Yeah, it's it's very odd, the bizarre times we live in now. And and as I look at it, I'm like, we, we could do better. But yeah, if you make a movie making fun of any of those people, first off, it's parody. Secondly, if they're able to walk around here 
in the public and say a whole bunch of crap and not be attested to it, they should not be in the public domain. That's why they are public, you know, public. If they were private citizens, it'd be a little different. You shouldn't be talking about a private citizen like that. But if it's a public citizen or somebody that's out here in the public, civil servant, if you may, they're allowed to be talked about. And the thing is, if they want to address a certain scenario, if they want to call out somebody for bullying, they could. They could. But at the end of the day, it's like nowadays they're trying so hard to mute people. Muting is not good. Muting goes against the fabric of this country. Everyone has a voice. And the problem with that is it took a long time for social media to be developed for people to actually realize that. You know? Which is grounds for another episode. But as I say these things, like, you know, they should not cop out on the new mutants if they're going to go ahead and they're going to push the Dark Phoenix. Because, see, the thing about it is is that we all knew about the new mutants. We all knew a new mutants movie was coming. It's just, come on, man. I mean, they can release this film. It still has its fans. Everybody is willing to go see this, and they're going at it with a horror take. That works. I mean, hell, if you really wanted to, if they really wanted to, I mean, I could say push it to October, or I could say push it to maybe, maybe September at best. What else is going on in what else is going on in November or September? Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, you got the new it coming. Oh wait, wait, wait. Never mind. Well, you see, this lineup is kind of old, but um, from what I heard, that the new mutants was supposed to come out in August. And we all know August is like that 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 low month for movies in the summertime. You know what I mean? It's like the Happy Time Murders, which I thought was a very underrated underrated piece of work, man. Brian Henson behind it. I think it was just people didn't understand the concept, or they were so like puppets are just for cutesy adventures. Obviously, they had never seen any puppet shows back in the day, or The Dark Crystal, or anything like that. But you know. Uh, more on that little rant later, but they could just put the New Mutants there for September if they wanted to, or even October, you know, because that's when the Joker movie's supposed to be coming, right? So, I don't know. All I know is, is that there's a way to sell a film as much as there is a way to crash and dive bomb a film. And sometimes, to dive bomb a film, that it requires not talking about it and hoping that the audience doesn't remember it and then making sure, like, you know, everything's a clean slate. Of course, I'd like to think everybody got paid beforehand, but it's still bad business practice, though. So, I don't know what they do. But, um, yeah. It's just, that movie had so much potential. I remember the teaser they had for it. The don't pass it up, you know? They could use the cast from that, actually, to be a focal point. There's so many ways to work with it. However, we're getting to the end of this part of the double special, ladies and gentlemen. I will be back Saturday tomorrow night. Yes, yes, tomorrow night because, you know, reasons. But we will have a Saturday night episode and we are going to discuss certain aspects of video games that need to be looked into. And that'll be your episode 92. But as far as episode 91 is, it's good to be back here. I'd like to thank anybody that was taking the time to listen to me right now. I know, like, it's been a while. I'm hoping that it will not be this long of a while till next time. And, as a matter of fact, I'm hoping to be back on my original spot on Wednesdays. Because, remember, Wednesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. is for the J-Man Show. But, till then, this is Jay signing off. And I will see you all 
later.